Hello, 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 and welcome to another episode of the Sunflower Spreads Podcast. I am one of your hosts, one of the Garretts, Garrett Chad. With me as always, we have... Garrett Winkler. How are you doing tonight, Chad? I'm all right. Any of your parlays hit on the Cowboys in the no. game? No. Yeah, me neither. Tony Pollard did not have a great game running the ball. Good game. Good game catching that thing. But uh, the one, you know how Pollard will break like one or two big plays a game? He did not. Well, he, broke, he broke one, and it was on a pass. Oof. So Oof. not really what we needed. Uh, Herbert didn't get to stat pad at the end because he threw an interception. But that's okay. We, uh, we move on. Another week. Another week. On, 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 to, on to Cincinnati. <laughs> Some might say. <laughs> Some might say. Uh, how are you doing? I'm doing all right. Um, pretty good week for me. I put um, a lot of my wagers on Oregon State, and they came through for me. The so beeves. It was a pretty big positive week. Um, my Oklahoma State future is looking good once again. They got two crucial wins against Kansas State and Kansas. We'll, we'll, we'll make sure to dive into that game. Um, live from Stillwater, we we traveled down to Stillwater. What did you think of the stadium and everything? Chad? It was pretty cool. It was a really it cool was, stadium. It was fun. I had a good time at the tailgate, and uh, for most of the game until like the last two minutes. Uh, so that sucked. <laughs> you did say, and I quote: "Let me check my notes here. Waste of a weekend. Do not care. I met my cousin. Do not care about any of the friendships I have." That is Waste not of what I said. <laughs> I just said I was mad in the moment, and I said it was a waste of a weekend. But I got over it. It was actually very fun. Yeah, it was, it was a good time. It was a good time at the tailgate. Oklahoma State fans were all pretty pretty nice throughout most of the game. I mean, one you're time, always going to have those douchey fans. Yeah, like, one time that was funny. I was walking back to this after Franklin and I got Freddy's. And we were walking back to the seats, and this dude screams from the upper rows at me, Kansas Gayhawks! <laughs> Good. Hello. So I lied. It was funny. The worst fan huck- heckling I've ever been a part of. Um, and it actually wasn't that bad. It was just like a weird fan experience. I was actually at uh, Lawrence this year, and I was wearing a KU shirt just because I'm a traitor to all mankind. And... Um, <laughs> I was walking through the underneath part. Everyone's going to their seats, and this Missouri State fan came up to me because it was Missouri State at Kansas. Yeah. And he held up his two fingers, and he said, do you smell that? Do you smell that? And, he like, and I, the dumbass in me leaned in. <laughs> and then I was like, I should not smell this. And he immediately was like, smells like a bear's dub. And I was like, what the fuck is that? Like, it was just the most outrageous that's pretty good. That's pretty funny. It was funny, but like I was just like, "What?" It was just the biggest like, "What the hell?" kind of moment. Um, yeah, I was. That's that good. Yeah, that, and then that was that. Uh, ran into Hannah Johnston. Well, I don't know her last name. I can't remember her husband's last name. Forgive me. Regardless, a good friend, uh, Aaron, her sister. It was weird. She was. She was doing that thing where you fake a high five, you know, and she was doing it to all the KU fans she saw, and then she did it to me, and then we both did a double take, and we were like, oh, what's going on? <laughs> that was nice. That was weird. Uh, and then uh, outside the stadium, a few 18-year-olds called me a loser. It's all right. Classic. 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 
Uh, you know, you were in college once, Chad. I was in college once, yeah. College. It's just karma for when me, JT, Drew, and Harrison went to Oklahoma State for a Wichita State basketball game, and oh. we're just yelling all sorts of obscenities <laughs> at the student <laughs> section. So... <laughs> Yeah. So uh, karma we'll, just we'll came back for me that, six yeah. years later. It's okay. Yeah. I understand. Did Wichita State end up winning that game? They did win that game. Oh, right. We good had job. we had good Landry Shamit. Um, yeah, I, I overall great stadium. Um, I snuck into the VIP. Deck, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> uh, took some pictures. So I got some pretty cool pictures we can throw up on the pod. Got some good pictures of good old Boone's Pickham Stadium. Um, where would oh. you put it in the Big Twelve Power Ranks? Would you Would you put it kind of up there? I really what? think the the stadium, the like stadium? atmosphere. Oh yeah. yeah, it's definitely one of the best in the Big Twelve, especially the new Big Twelve that's coming through. Um, obviously BYU, those Mormons, that's a different breed of place. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> um, obviously, I mean, Texas and OU, obviously those stadiums are massive. I don't but know. Texas doesn't really impress me with their fan presence. Yeah. And you, you know, I have a vengeance against the stupid Longhorn they put in the fucking stadium. Oh yeah. It looks that, I bad. think that's so stupid, but, um, that's neither here nor there, but, uh, big shouts out to tailgate hosts. Um, it's Franklin's friend, Joe. They and took Joe's us dad. in, and Joe's dad. And Joe made us take a picture, uh, and then a random lady had us take a picture with my plate of beans. That was good. Remember that one? I took the picture of the plate of beans. Yeah, but then that lady was taking pictures oh, of everyone. that's right. And she just like... <laughs> did, did you get that one from her? I didn't get that one from no, her. No. That I, didn't, I didn't get that one from that her. That one's lost. But I got the, the first one you mentioned. Um... <laughs> I broke out the classic oversized Barry Sanders jersey. I the thought Barry? it went, I thought it flowed pretty well. Um, it when fit I, good. When I first bought it, I didn't know what size it was because it was just a number. I was like, yeah, I thought it worked. It's somewhere between XL and large, <laughs> and it was definitely an XL yeah. size. And um, it's so it's super oversized. Like it hangs down to my knees. And I'm like, uh, I'm, I guess I'm under 6'1", so I guess I'm not a tall guy. But, uh, <laughs> but you know, I had a nice hoodie underneath it and I tucked in because it was 60 degrees out. It was a little crispy out. But um, I thought it flowed pretty good and everything. What were you wearing, Chad? What well, wearing I was that? wearing uh, some jeans, my New Balances. Oh, classic. I wore my T-shirt was Rock Chalk Jayhawk T-shirt. Mm-hmm. Sweatshirt was uh, an old Young Gravy sweatshirt. Oh, and uh, then I had my Jalen Daniels jersey on top. My Todd Reesing jersey is too small to wear over, like, hoodies and stuff. Yeah. It's more of like a, if I ever go to a game in September and it's, like, 90 degrees, it's something I could wear as, like, a crop top. That's the status we're at oh, with the Reesing jersey. Okay. The Reesing jersey is definitely, like, I'm going to throw this on just for the memory. Yeah. Kind of jersey. You know what I mean? And that's why I almost still wore it because I didn't want people to think I was a bandwagon. But... Uh, well, that's fair. I went with the JD6 jersey. Would have been better if he was playing. I still think we're in the pre-bandwagon era fans for the Jayhawks right now. I think uh, KU, I think if they win a, like they get to a major bowl game, I think that's when you're going to start seeing those creep out of the woodwork. Yeah, that's true. You never know. Um, we got a bunch of games to kind of recap, so do you want to go ahead and dive right on into it? Let's do it. All right, um, we'll start off with last week's Wednesday night games. Uh, UTEP actually took it to FIU. We were on the wrong side of this. We both had FIU. 
Um, so that was a loss. Um, Sam Houston did not show up against New Mexico State. They made it interesting at the end, but New Mexico State still covered. Oh. Good for my uh, future for New I Mexico. Had, uh, I had New Mexico State. Okay. So, so that swaps my record, right? Yes, it does. You win. Ten and nine now. Yeah. Sorry, I hadn't. I had not looked at this in a while, so, so I forgot. So a lot of years, I just kind of if we differed, I you know what I mean. I switched them, so uh, it puts me back over five hundred. Good job, Chad. Um, that looks really good for my New Mexico State future I got going on. Jerry Kill coming in clutch. Um. My futures were looking very grim. They're still on the brink. My Boise future, I thought, went loss this week, but they, I think they won in overtime or something like that. It was Boise lost. But they lost. So yeah, they lost to Colorado State yep. for the first time in program history. Yep. So then that means that future is officially dead. Um, I had over eight and a half. They officially cannot make it. I thought they ended up winning that game because I was listening to some recaps and they, I, no, okay, that's fine. <laughs> was that money? Um. All right. West Virginia lost to Houston on probably the greatest two couple sequences. Yeah, that was plays. crazy. That was a crazy game. Uh, Holgerson, Gunnar Holgerson, you know what I mean? Uh, you're in West Virginia on this side of things, Chad. How do you feel? I just can't pick Houston right. <laughs> I just It doesn't matter at this point. <laughs> SMU took it to ECU. Um, ECU's terrible. They're, They're bad. very bad. Mike Houston should be fired. That's all I gotta say about that. Um, Tulane beat Memphis. It was a little bit closer than I thought it was gonna be, but you know, Tulane still got that cover and everything. This one was a bad beat. Fresno, we had at minus five and a half. Fresno won by five. They scored to go up five. They could have kicked the extra point, but they they made the right football decision. They went for two. They didn't get it. So unfortunate series of events. Bad beat. It dropped to four and a half before game time. We both. I still had. I I had five and a half. Yeah. I I still like an hour before game time. So, t- tough break for us. You know what I mean? Bad. Vegas going to win a couple. This was a crazy one. Stanford winning against Colorado. That sucked. Yeah, <laughs> that was terrible. I I had to run an errand late at night, and uh, I was picking up my parents from the airport, if you must know. And the game was 29-0. to zero. Colorado was winning. So, I was like, oh, well. There was a point. I had a, I had a three-legger of two-lane spread. Fresno spread and Colorado spread. And Fresno had the ball about to go up by like a touchdown, I think, or something like that. And I was like, all right. Colorado was up 14 nothing at this point. I was feeling great. I was about to get me some money. What do you know? All in the drain. I had a Tulane money line, Colorado money line, and Fresno money line. And it slipped through my fingers. Slipping through my fingers all the time. Moving over to Saturday's slate. Um, Utah took care of Cal. Nothing much else to say there. We both on Utah. Um, Washington, Oregon. Great game. (laughs) U-Dub, baby. Great game. Covering that two and a half. Oregon making another stupid decision. Um, This game was low scoring, so it was on the right side of the under. I don't know if I said under or over, but... um, I did think that Oregon's defense was going to step and make a couple of plays. They obviously didn't make enough, so they lost. But um, I feel a little accomplished on mentioning that bit, even though I lost the bet. Um, oh, well. Uh, Kansas-Oklahoma State. 
Bean time. Bean time did not come through. He had a great stat line. If you look at his stat line, he looks pretty good. He had like good. 500 yards, five touchdowns, and four turnovers. That's a college quarterback. Um, yeah, this one really feels like it got away. Kansas had the ball up 32-24, driving in the red zone. Bean was looking for Trevor Wilson at the back pylon. Uh, well, not even at the back pylon. If he had thrown it to the back pylon, it would have been a touchdown, but he threw it to the front pylon, so it was an interception. Oof. Kansas also failed to capitalize on turnover uh, opportunities. A couple of dropped picks that were pretty bad, uh, as well as failing to recover a fumble on a kickoff that would have set them up really well. And they failed to capitalize on an Oklahoma State missed field goal late in the game. Um, now, you can... There were some iffy calls, okay, but you can't really blame that when your play calling was that bad in the fourth quarter and really your defense has given up 39 points to an Allen Bowman-led offense. The fourth and one is one I really highlighted. Um, it was around midfield. I can't. I think the scores are tied or it was. I, I uh, it was still 32-30. to 30. Yeah. So Kansas still had the lead. Yes. And um, it went for it at midfield. It was after the missed field goal, I think. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, Kansas had the ball midfield. Um, I don't question the, the I don't question. I don't question the aggressiveness at all. I like the aggressiveness the, the, to go the for. The play calling was just very bad. But you have an offensive line that is very senior heavy. It's one of the most experienced groups. It's one of the best groups in the country. And I just don't really understand why you you're Devin throwing. Neal a, as a running yeah, back. you have Devin Neal and Daniel Highshaw. You have the best running back room in the Big yeah. Twelve. With a fantastic power back option in Daniel Hyshaw. Yes. You've got a sixth-year senior at quarterback. Just run the ball. Yep. Whether it's a sneak, a handoff, yep. you don't need to run a tight end screen to Trevor Cardell. Yeah. No, I, I completely agree. Just baffling. And then, you know, I mean... Oklahoma State after that just had all the momentum. All the momentum and driving down the field again. Seven minutes to go, fourth and five. Ollie Gordon's pretty good for Oklahoma State. Ollie Gordon was State. phenomenal. Uh, our tackling was atrocious, and yeah, failing to turn o- or capitalize on turnover opportunities, and then the off uncalled offsides, and then the unnecessary roughness on Luke Grimm, just both of which questionable calls. But again, I'm not going to sit here and blame officiating when Kansas completely had this game won and just let it go, threw it away. So that's a potentially. I mean, I, I think Kansas will still have a great season. I think we still go probably 8-4 and four at this point. But that's that game, winning that game is the difference between going like 9-3 and three or 10-2 and two with a chance to go to Arlington for the Big 12 yeah. championship and now being 8-4 and four with no shot. Yeah. So, I mean, you just can't lose games like that if you want to be a serious program. <laughs> Kansas on bye this week, correct? We are on a bye. So, maybe right, get ourselves Taylor. right. Get Jalen Daniels healthy. I think if Jalen Daniels plays that game, I think Kansas wins pretty healthily. Yeah. When you have four turnovers in the fourth quarter, I mean, <laughs> yeah. you're just, you're, they gave – Oklahoma State probably had like eight possessions in the fourth quarter. <laughs> yeah. um, another hard one for you, Illinois-Maryland. Yeah, Illinois winning on a walk-off field goal on homecoming day. With the Kevin James meme on the video board. Oh. It was funny. <laughs> oh. I laughed. <laughs> but, yeah, win, another winnable game for one of my teams. Uh, that was thrown away by turnovers and poor play calling. Yep. So, unfortunate 
week for the gang. I think the yeah. Terps are also on a bye this week. They are on a bye. I, I, I and then they bounce back at Northwestern. <laughs> oh, boy. Um, BYU-TCU. Um, Completely incorrect about this. This was terrible on our part, or at least my part. I really thought BYU was live. I thought BYU was going to win this game. Um, Jalen Morris probably should not come back to TCU. Um, the fact that they were able to blow out <laughs> a conference yeah. opponent with their backup quarterback. Maybe Sean Morris is just cursed. He, I don't. I just don't think he's that good. What's the movie? Man. It's like Good Luck Chuck. You know what I mean? Where yeah. he dates a girl and then the next girl like all, immediately finds marriage or yeah. whatever true love. <laughs> that that is literally Chandler Morris in TCU and <laughs> the TCU backup. The backup just as always is better than him. <laughs> Sucks to be Chandler Morris. Um, Iowa, Wisconsin, my Hawkeyes, baby. My the Hawkeyes. Big, my Big Ten West uh, classic bandwagon. Yeah, this year. line was baffling. <laughs> yes and no. Wisconsin's offense, like, I know it hasn't looked great. I still thought that Wisconsin would be able to move the ball a little to bit be, better. To, to Six points. Six points. Luke Fickle, when you look yourself to beat in the mirror, Iowa, what are you doing? By This spread was 10 when we called it. Nine to beat half, I have it at. Iowa, either way, <laughs> yeah. nine and a half, ten points. To beat <laughs> Iowa by that much, you have to have, like, a very good offense. And Wisconsin just did not do that for me, which is why I, I locked this up. This was one of my locks. Um, uh, good call, by the way. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> Wisconsin's offense just didn't do it for me against Iowa's defense. <laughs> and Iowa's... I, did Iowa... How many points did Iowa score on offense? I think fifth. Oh, on offense? I have no idea. But they scored 15 or They wrong. scored 15, 15 to total six. points. I think they had like a pick six or something in there. <laughs> <laughs> so, eight. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's all... I mean... It's just classic. And honestly, I wouldn't be surprised <laughs> if it was two field goals and a safety for that eight. But <laughs> good job, Iowa. Um, unfortunately, a lot of these games we could not watch just because we were heading back from the old Stillwater. Mm-hmm. Um, but we were both on Iowa here. Great. Good job, us. Uh, Fremont, Battle of the Fremont Cannon, UNLV, Nevada. I was wrong. Nevada sucks. Um, Nevada's terrible. UNLV is kind of looking pretty good. I think they're sitting at five and one right now. Yeah, it sucks that I was pretty decently high on UNLV last year, and they just shit the bed. And this year they're pretty good after UNLV's, I after I called them trash all off season. UNLV's um, tough part of the schedule is coming up. Um, they of course have Colorado State in the the Carrier Dome or whatever you want to call it, the Allegiant Dome, not the Carrier Dome. That's <laughs> the Allegiant Stadium. The Roomba, the Battle of the Roomba, and uh, so. That one should be a win. Um, I don't know. That one's a 50-50 game. they got New Mexico later down the line, but everything else they probably won't be favored just because, um, like I said, the competition is going to pick up. They're going to play Air Force. They're going to play Boise. They're going to play a lot of good teams. They're going to play Fresno. So we'll see how UNLV yeah, faces. I guess we'll see what they're made this of. This is a good selling point for UNLV, and I was on UNLV this game. I'm just saying that I don't know how many more times I'd keep betting on them. Um, Kansas State, Texas Tech. I was on Texas Tech here. I locked up the Cats. Good job, Cats. Um, Avery Johnson had himself a pretty good game. That's probably the only reason they won, I'm going to be honest. I why well, uh, well, So I got home and I just did not want to consume any sort of college football. No, you're good. Uh, so why was Avery Johnson? Did Will Howard get injured? No. We just Did you bench him? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. It's, uh, it's actually pretty... <laughs> K-State Twitter is in the Civil War right now. Um, they're in the midst of either thanking Will Howard for all of his service or I saw a few shitting of those. on him. So. <laughs> um, yeah, it's one of those things. Will Howard didn't play terrible. 
the offense just looks clunky with him, and I don't know what it is. You know, you think that I feel like, like he's he, not as mobile as last year. I, I don't know what it, it is. Might be that he's fighting knee. through an injury or whatnot. It just looks clunky. Um, they they started out just kind of throwing Avery Johnson at gadget plays. Those gadget plays were doing well, so then they started swapping him on drives. I went back and I rewatched all this game on Sunday, so I just so I could you know talk about it. But Avery Johnson, like. Obviously, like, his passing's not really there yet. But, dude, he is just so mobile. He, like, he hits a hole. There's a play on third and ten. It was third and ten on, like, the 35 or whatever. And he just burst it, or the 40. And he just burst it for 40-yard touchdown. It was crazy. Like, he just did a QB draw <laughs> for 40 yards and a touchdown on third and ten. Great blocking by Sinet. Sinet was, like, one. I don't want to say he's the reason we won this game. But you get my point. Sinet's a a workhorse man he, he's a great blocker got per great hands and everything but, oh speaking um, of white tight ends we forgot to mention Olagnut, mason fairchild oh yeah. two touchdowns two great touchdowns game. great game the first game we don't put a yeah i know touchdown. right <laughs> uh, <Shame> on us. <laughs> looking to get back involved in the offense for mason and yeah justin sonat he's been consistent all year mm-hmm. uh he's a good dual threat kind of tight end in both the blocking and the passing game so but um, just a guy you want in your locker room. Texas Tech quarterback did go down um, in this game. They brought in their true freshman who did not look good. He was overthrowing players. Uh, he kind of threw the game away. I'm sorry to say it, but he, he did not look good. But Avery Johnson, five touchdowns. Big day for Avery Johnson. Kobe Savage, two and a half interceptions. One of them uh, was ruled incomplete because it barely touched the ground, but that's besides the point. <laughs> Um, Arizona, Washington State. This was uh, <laughs> this is crazy, <laughs> insane. This was one of my locks. This was one of my fringe locks. I wasn't too sure about it, but I was like, screw it. I need I need a sixth place. So this is this is gonna be it. Yeah, I was on this Wazoo. Is, yeah, I so. thought Washington State would be able to move the ball a little bit better. They are not. Arizona just, looks good. I was just Arizona's in the very frisky taken category. aback. Yeah, they're they're in the frisky category. Arizona's looking pretty good. They're joining Big Twelve next year. They might be a team to watch out for. Wyoming Air Force uh, spread was 10.5. Wyoming was up big this game. And they choked it away. They still only lost by seven. Good job, Air Force. Probably. If Air Force is still undefeated, okay? All they have left is conference opponents. If they go undefeated, are they in the college football playoff? You'd have to think they may be able to sneak in as a group of five. Exactly. That would be kind of crazy. So right now, the top four is Georgia, Michigan, uh, Ohio State, and Florida State. I think Ohio State's going to drop a game, at least one. I think they could drop two. I think Florida State's going to drop at least a game. Yeah. Georgia and Michigan, yet to be seen. I think Michigan, and I think they both might go undefeated. We'll see. Um, I think Washington's going to – Washington is going to be a close call. I think they slip in at number three. I think if every other team has one loss – I think – Air they... Force is on – Air Force has not lost a game in like – yeah. Like a to- a whole calendar year or something. Yeah. yeah. Um, I think they need Georgia to go undefeated. They need Michigan to go undefeated. They need Penn State with two losses, Ohio State with two losses. I don't know how they get them, but you know what I mean. <laughs> I'm just telling you, that's how I think you're going to have to get in. Um, you need the Big 12 to self-implode. You need the Pac-12 to self-implode. And then I think they sneak in. Or, like, you can even have one of the Big 12 or Pac-12, you know what I mean, have a representative. But that's how, like, you get in. I guess you, Florida State is the one that's left out. But I think Florida State's in with one loss. So I think you'd need the Big 12 and the Pac-12 to implode. So I think that's how – that's the that's the path to get in. 
It's not Air Force's fault that no one plays them. I mean, they run the triple option. No yeah. power school is going to want to play. I them. mean, after they just shellacked Baylor last yeah. year in a bowl, I wouldn't. I don't blame people for not wanting to play them. <laughs> yeah. We still covered that ten and a half points. We're both on Wyoming. Good for us. Um, USC Notre Dame. This is one we did not. Uh, Caleb this Williams looked like me, shit. Yeah, he looked awful. And uh, well, you know what they say about teams with the number one pick? They have traditionally good offensive lines. Which is what Caleb Williams experienced today. His great USC offensive line allowed him to throw three interceptions. <laughs> I don't know where you're going with that, but okay. Well, you see, if you look back at the game film, Caleb Williams was under pressure a lot, and typically, uh, typically against lesser opponent opponents, the pass block is able to hold for USC a bit longer, and even when it breaks down. Mm-hmm. Williams has had some time to sort of digest the play and see what he wants to do with the ball, whether he wants to take off or, you know, kind of roll out of the pocket. But today, Notre Dame gave him, or Saturday, Notre Dame gave him no such opportunity to make those kinds of crazy plays. So he was kind of releasing the ball before he was comfortable, and it, I mean, it led to those three interceptions. And just generally, if you look at a lot of Williams's game film, he gets happy feet in the pocket. Yeah. And it's kind of concerning to a degree. And I think it's definitely his pocket awareness and sort of his pocket footwork is definitely something that he needs to clean up if he's going to be elite at the next level. I think he'll be fine either way because he's got so much arm talent and generally decent decision-making. But, I mean, if you're going to a team like... The Bears. The Bears. Who That's don't have a good or the Cardinals? They don't have a good offensive line, and I mean an NFL pass rush is a lot different than a Notre Dame pass rush, and it's a lot better. So I might pump the brakes here on Williams. I'm a little low on him compared to most people. So I still think he's one of the greatest quarterback prospects that will probably be drafted. I agree. Uh, I'm I still just very think, high on Williams. I still think he's going to be like Mahomes' light, maybe at the floor, but. I mean, obviously, injuries aside and everything, yeah. I'm not trying to, like, you know. I'm just saying that because he did get injured last year. Like, we'll see if he gets banged up this year. I hope not. I'm not wishing that on him. I'm just saying that, like, injuries aside, I think. I could see Williams' floor being, like, a six-foot Kyler Murray. I can see that, yeah. But Kyler Murray is still. Kyler great. Murray is fine. People have forgotten how good Kyler Murray is because he's been out for, like, a season and a half. Yeah. And because he's short. <laughs> so everybody just makes fun of him. Kyler Murray's not a bad quarterback. I just think Caleb Williams, I think, is a little bit better of a decision maker. But obviously, that's it's bold of me to say that with yeah. three interceptions. In this week, <laughs> <laughs> it's bold of me to say that. But I just think that he's one of the... He's one of the most interesting prospects to come out. And I, I really think his ceiling's upside. I really think he's going to be a superstar in the NFL. I mean... It's too early to say like how many Super Bowls or anything. I'm just because we gotta see what team he goes to. You get my point? Because if he goes to the Bears, his career might be doomed. If yeah. To the Cardinals, his career still might be doomed. But he'll yeah. have a shot. But, but for a different reason, which is front <laughs> office ineptitude. <laughs> uh, USC interesting schedule coming up. They're getting to the the meat and potatoes of their schedule yeah, this here. This is the start of their uh, season. They uh, they could be them. having a bad time. Uh, they've got Utah this week. We'll cover that later, but they will eventually face Washington and Oregon back to back. So, yeah, I think they go ten and two or nine and three, and I think they missed the Pac twelve um, championship game. Uh, I don't think they play Oregon State. I'm very high on my beeves this year, but um, we'll see. 
Miami, hey. UNC, you're on the right side of this. I was kind of iffy I about keep this game. making money on the Tar Heels. Yeah, great pick. Do you think UNC is going to beat Florida State? Do you know where that game's going to be played at? I have to check. I don't know. Duke is at Florida State this week. Um, I do not know where that game will be played, but UNC looks really, really good, man. Uh, I've been high on the Tar Heels since the start of the season. I thought they looked good last year, but their defense, it was, it was kind of like the better version of Kansas last year. You know, they went 8-4 and four with a great offense and a shoddy defense with some gifts from the ACC schedule. This year, the defense has looked a lot, really improved. And then, of course, Tez Walker uh, has now eligible to play, and it adds another weapon to that offense. He was great this weekend. I believe he had two or three touchdowns uh, and, like, nine catches for 180 yards or something. So he has right. been great. He right. adds— This is North Carolina's remaining schedule. Just okay. tell me whether it's a win or a loss. Home to Virginia. Win. <laughs> Away at Georgia Tech. Win. Home to Campbell, FCS team. Win. Um, home to Duke. 50-50. I think they still win that game. Yeah. Um, I think, yeah, yeah. I, I could see them dropping that game, but you never know. Away at Clemson. Uh, uh, that's a tough spot just because it's after a rivalry game. a tough game. spot. We'll have to we'll see say how... one loss. One loss between Duke yeah. and Clemson. Yeah, I would, be, I would agree with that. Um, Final game of the year. Away at NC State. Should be a win. Should be a so win. But a rivalry game, away, you never know. So, so they don't play Florida State until the ACC championship. If, if they, they beat Florida State in the ACC <laughs> championship, and if things fell correctly with the rest of the top, ACC schools in. the top six-ish, it would be hard for me, if I was on the committee, to say no to North Carolina. They've looked very impressive well, this year. I think year. North Carolina would be in over Florida State first. Of all. Oh yeah, if they beat Florida State in the ACC championship, you would I, have to I'm let a them in over Florida for, State. Like, taking the champion over, yeah. some team that just went um, twelve and one or whatever. I don't know. Um, this is Florida State's remaining schedule: home to Duke. Okay. Win or loss? I think they win t- this week. Okay. Away at Wake Forest. Win. Oh, um, away at Pitt. That's a tricky one. See, that's making me think because I feel like Pitt, you know, Pitt sucks. But now after that Louisville game, I'm like, I think they're, Pitt's going to get up for man. A maybe games. like maybe Pitt's role this season is just to just fuck teams over. I'll tell you where the loss is. It's coming up. Okay, next we'll uh, call it a win. Uh, home to Miami. I think they're slightly better than Miami. They're going to be better than Miami. They'll beat them. Home to North Alabama, FCS team. <laughs> oh, remember when we watched them week zero uh, <laughs> with Brent Deerman, head yeah. coach? Uh, yeah, they win that game. <laughs> Here it is. Away at Florida. Ooh, the Swamp. Florida sucks, but Graham Mertz in the Swamp is a different Graham. And they already beat Tennessee at home. Now, Florida State's obviously better than Tennessee this year, but... Again, Florida might be that team whose role it is just to fuck It'll someone over. If Billy Napier is still the coach or not, I think they might get rid of Billy Napier if Florida drops a couple games in the meantime. But <coughs> I still think that I think that's a good spot for F- Florida trap game to ruin your rival season. <laughs> Can you say college football any other way? Like, no. <laughs> like that's beautiful. That's like Iowa State, Oklahoma State. Oh yeah. Um, I actually just watched the highlights of that game the other. Or, I saw it on Twitter yeah, today. I, I didn't watch it. it. Um, uh, were we on Miami UNC? I think so. Yeah, we were. UNC Sorry, team. we went off for the tangent there. Oh God, you could have. You could potentially have UNC eleven and one and Louisville eleven and one, 
and that would come down to a tiebreaker. You know what I mean? Because Louisville should be favoring the rest of their ACC games this year, but we'll see. Um, I think it will come down to the Duke-Louisville game. We'll see about that one. But I think I'm on Louisville that game, but we'll get to that uh, when that week comes up. Final game, UCLA-Oregon State. We kind of previewed this a little bit. Oregon State's just a workhorse for me. Like, Oregon State, to me, is what UNC is to you. Like, yeah. you look east, I look west. I see those Beavers covering all the time. I think they've only not covered like once or twice this year. Good job, Beavers. Made a lot of money off them. I can't wait to make more money off of you in bowl season. All right, Chad. Uh, let's see. Locks last week. I ended up going four and two. I went three and three. I thought I did worse than that, but I went four and two. Money line I lost. Guess who won? One and seven. Oklahoma State, baby. Came through. Dickhead. <laughs> Good job, Pokes. Go Pokes. Um, I mostly took them just because I was like, hey, I think Oklahoma State, and I, I should have brought this up. I think Oklahoma State's turned a corner. I think they're playing a lot better than what people were originally expecting them to. They're way at West Virginia at this point. I'll, oh, I'm, I got to look up their serious history real quick. But very psyched for, um, let's see how Oklahoma State's going to do the rest of the season. I do have a future on them to win over six and a half games. So I am cheering for the Pokes the remainder of the season. I hope those Pokes can get it done. I know they ups, they beat my cats and everything, which was tough. I thought it was weird. Uh, Chris Kleiman, I think it was after the Texas Tech or the Oklahoma State game, just the past week or two, um, he said he wanted to insert Avery Johnson more into the lineup, and he wanted to do it during the Oklahoma State game because he felt like he was ready. But he was more worried about Oklahoma State's atmosphere than Texas Tech's atmosphere. <laughs> so that's why he held him back for <laughs> Interesting. Kind of an interesting comment. I don't know what to take from it, but <laughs> I just thought it was interesting. So... Um, what are your thoughts on any of the teams we just covered? Well, um, certainly shaking up to be an interesting finish to the college football season, I say, as we're halfway through. Um, but yeah, I, I think as far as our picking goes, you know, there are some teams on here for both of us that are consistent winners. And if it ain't broke, don't fix it. Oh, yeah, for sure. Um, like I said, you're always just a couple weeks away from, uh, you know what I mean? Being get, Getting back to your groove. Like, everyone quits before they hit it big. So just, <laughs> 99% of gamblers quit right before they hit it big. Just keep riding with it. You know what I mean? Oh, goodness. This is going to be an interesting <clears throat> preview. Okay. We'll go ahead and jump into this week's slate. Um, How would you feel about everything last week, Chad? How, how do you feel about the slate before um, you even preview it? You feel like this it's slate, a good slate? I didn't like it at first, but um, some of the some of my locks were pretty tough to come by. I'm not going to lie. Yeah, but, I'm uh, going to struggle getting five locks here. I'm going to be honest. Um, six, locks. six locks. I'm looking for number six now, but we'll get to that in a little bit. This slate, uh, again, I didn't really like it at first, but the picks kind of came easy to me. Now we'll see if that's good or bad, but... Typically, whenever I just throw down some words on a page, it turns out pretty well. So I, I, I'm excited to get into some of these. Some of these are, are pretty interesting games. Yeah. Uh, sorry, I'm trying to find my locks. It's kind of hard right now. Um, we'll just go ahead and just dive right in. Uh, we will cover the Tuesday games real quick. Um, don't think the podcast will be out by then, so I apologize. You guys will be listening to this in retrospective. We'll let you know what we're on. Uh Mid-Tennessee State travels to the land of the Liberty to take on the Liberty Flame and Libs. Um, <laughs> the spread is 14 and a half. 
Liberty is laying it. Um, who do you got here, Chad? I'm on Liberty. I think Liberty is a workhorse. I think they're going to get it rolling. Yeah. Mid Tennessee sucks. So yeah, I have. Liberty I'm not going to well. be sitting there holding a Mid Tennessee's ticket when Liberty's up 21. Whether Mid Tennessee covers or not, I don't know. I don't really love that spread. A lot of the weekday spreads I normally like. None of them this week. Uh, all these spreads are kind of weird for me. Western Kentucky um, traveling to good old Jack State to take on Rich Rod. With that patched in turf they got down there, they literally just cut the turf out and yeah, dude. that copper tube logo in it. Pretty funny, but don't trip on that patch, Hilltoppers. Western Kentucky is laying seven and a half. I apologize, Chad. I messed up that spread. Hope you, of course, corrected that. I mean, obviously, Jacksonville State's not favored seven and a half. I did not write these down. I have no room. <laughs> That's okay. Um, Western Kentucky is favored by seven and a half. On the road against Jacksonville State. Jacksonville State has been a pesky team. They have been. They get down early and they come back. I think what I'm going to do this game is wait till halftime and take like that 28.5 point spread for Jacksonville State. Cause Especially because Western, Western Kentucky likes to give up big leads. Yes. They get up early and then they let them down. So I, I, like, I like Jacksonville State to cover. I do too. I have them on my uh, teaser parlay. Um, I got Jacksonville State um, plus 14.5 in my teaser parlor and Liberty minus 6. So I really like this teaser parlor I got cooking. Um, we will then bring you to Southern Alabama where the Southern Miss Golden Eagles fly in to take on the Jaguars of South Alabama. Um, South Alabama is laying 17.5. Southern Miss has sucked this year. They're 1-5. Um, kind of the wheels are falling off for Southern Miss. But I'm still gonna, a lot of points. It's a lot of points. USA has been kind of... Uh, inconsistent. Inconsistent. It's a weeknight game. I will take the points. I don't love it. Don't love this play. I don't like games. it either. I'm, I'm going to go with you here. I'm going to go with Southern Miss, though. Love to hear it. All right. We didn't travel to Wednesday. This is where things kind of heat up a little bit. Sam Houston, FIU, the good old Panthers, Panthers coming off their vice night, traveling in to take on the Burr Cats with a K of Sam Houston. Sam Houston's laying five as a winless team. Kind of interesting. Which is why I'm going FIU. I, am I hate it because I don't like FIU, but we just saw what FIU did to UTEP, who is a better team than Sam Houston State. And uh, uh, FIU got blown out by UTEP. <laughs> Oh, you're right. My apologies. <laughs> I had the highlights switched around in my head. Um, I just want to let you know. I still think Sam Houston kind of sucks, man. So I'm going to go FIU. I think Sam Houston is better than what their record shows. I think they're going to end the year with two wins. This might be one of them. Five is a little much. I think Sam Houston likes to keep it close no matter what. If you can get an FIU plus seven or plus like six, or try to get a plus seven. I like the plus seven for FIU. I think FIU could potentially win this. I'll ride with the Panthers. Mike McIntyre is building something. I like it. Let's go Panthers. All right. The Aggies and Jerry Kill go to Utah <laughs> uh, to take on the Miners. Uh, New Mexico State is getting three and a half here as favorites. And I'm on them. I'm on the Aggies. Ooh. Oh, sorry. I thought you must have said Miners there for a second. I'm on New Mexico State as well. I don't know how much I'm going to put on this game just because I've still got that risky future. This is a must win. New Mexico State cannot lose another game until like because their last three games, like I've been saying every week, is Western Kentucky, Auburn, and I think Jacksonville must State. Must win. So Jacksonville State's the only one they might get, but Rich Rod's got those boys doing good. So 
We'll see. Um, I'm Rice. also on New Mexico State here. They got to win this, man. I'm very nervous about this. This line started as a pick, I and mean, it's already up to three and a half. So a lot of money's coming on New Mexico State. UTEP does stink, but it is on the road, so you never know what happens down in the Sun Bowl. One of the best stadiums in the yeah. nation. Though. I do like the Sun Bowl. All right. The Owls hoot-hooing to Tulsa. Tulsa, two and a half. Tulsa has looked a lot better this year than I anticipated. Uh, so I'm going with Tulsa here. I think they uh, I think they win this. Big key of this is I think JT Daniels is out for the rest of the year. So um, Rice is on there. Good. Jesus. <laughs> um, Rice is on They'll play better. <laughs> I think that's why I'm going to ride Tulsa. Otherwise, I would be on Rice. Obviously, the spread would be different. But I'm also going to be on Tulsa. This is like fringe lock for me. Can you talk me into lock? I could. Okay. We'll, uh, we'll circle back. We'll see if I got another Circle back and touch base. Next one is a lock for me. JMU should be bowl bound. But due to unfortunate and stupid NCAA rules, they are not. Actually, they are bowl eligible this year. They are not conference championship eligible. Oh. So, are you sure? Yes. Okay. Which is still dumb. It's still dumb. Regardless, the transition rule for the NCAA should really only... I th- Well, actually, I don't think it should take effect at all. It was... Um, NCAA's transition rule has already expired. This is a... Uh, the Sun Belt rule. Okay. The Sun Belt agreed to cut them in fully, but they had to stay ineligible for their conference championship for two years, which is stupid. It stupid is stupid. Rule. The Dukes, they are four-point favorites at the Thundering Herd of Marshall. I'm on the Dukes. I was very high on Marshall sh- this year. I am big on the Dukes. But Marshall has been nothing but a disappointment. I'm on the Dukes. I'm locking it up. I've got the Dukes defense in fantasy, and they are great. They're hosses. Um, Jamie's locking that up. situation right. is a little worrying for me, but I will still take the Dukes. They've looked like a phenomenal team. I'll hop on here before this these spreads start getting outrageous. I will take the Dukes. Yeah. I'm locking get up. Into, get, on, get in on the Dukes now, folks, before Vegas wakes up and is like, oh, wow, that's actually like – a really good football team. Oh, yeah. So, uh, yeah, anyway, I don't really have much else to say about that. But we got the Stangs, Southern Methodist, uh, going to Temple. It's just one of the worst programs in the country. They're 18.5-point favorites coming in here, the Stangs are, and I, I'm on them here. They beat ECU last week. I was with them then. I'm going to ride with them here. I like SMU's defense. Offensively, they're pretty decent as well. So, Stangs. I originally wrote down Temple. I thought this would be a great spot for Temple to catch the Stangs. It's getting cold. It's on the road. It's a weeknight game. But I just looked at the series history, and SMU has handled Temple in Philadelphia, so that's not a case for this. So I will switch my pick to SMU, um, the greatest team that money can buy. Um, <laughs> ACC, to, future ACC champion, yeah. SMU. I, I hate how they're in the ACC. I used to It's be, awful. You know I used to be a big um, – SMU guy, I used to kind of cheer for them or whatever. Oh yeah, but I'm off them now. I don't. I can't cheer for ACC schools. So the elitist, <clears throat> elitist East Coast. Anti. All right, now things get a little interesting. We've got James Franklin in a big game <laughs> versus Born on Third Ryan oh, Day. Oh boy. Uh, Penn State is going to Ohio State here. It's in Columbus. James Franklin typically does not perform well in big games. Ohio State is a four-and-a-half-point favorite. But I'm on the Nittany Lions. I I don't think they're going to win, but I think they lose by three. Ohio State has not looked good this year. 
They slipped away from Maryland at the end of the game because of shoddy play calling and five-star talent coming up to, you know, show itself. Yeah. Uh, but Penn State also has five-star talent. As long as James Franklin doesn't just completely fumble this game, Penn State's going to keep it competitive. Yep. This is, this is their shot here to say, hey, we're finally legit. So, uh... I don't know. I think they keep it competitive. I don't know if they're going to win. I'm not going to money line them. And I don't even know if I'm actually going to bet this, but I like them to cover. I've already bet this. I'm on Penn State. I'm uh, taking the points. This was my second favorite money line play of the week. I think Penn State gets it done here. I think this Penn State team is something else. Um, I, I just think Ohio State, they're reloading. This is just a reload season. I think next year's Ohio State's kind of return to whatever – you want to call it, but I think this is Penn State's year. I think this is what they've been building towards. Like, Penn State's got to win this game. If they don't win this game, I'm sorry. I think Penn State, not the wheels would fall off, but you get my point. Is It's going to prove that Penn State cannot win a big game. Yeah. They so. will just go 10-2 and two again with losses to Ohio State and Michigan and yeah. Penn play State, whoever in the bowl. Penn State will either go 12-0 and 0 or 10-2. and 2. That's my prediction. Interesting. Bold take. Bold take. Because they got Penn Michigan. State playoff. They got Michigan at home. That's the reason why. And I have a future for Michigan to win the national championship, and that money's already doubled. Like I put, I put down a good unit size, and money's already doubled. I could cash out for double the money. That's Interesting. What that means it means it means yeah. double the yeah. money. <laughs> I don't know if you caught that drift, yeah. but. Well, anyways, all right, I, we're both on the Nittany, on Lions. the Nittany Lions. Onward to the very Golden Knights of Central Florida, traveling to the Plains once more to take on the Sooners. They play Sooner Kansas Schooners. State out away. Kansas they keep away. coming to the Midwest. <laughs> they must hate their. They keep mind. leaving with L's, and they're going to leave with another one. OU nineteen and a half here. I'm on the Sooners. Mm-hmm. I, I don't particularly think this is going to be a game. I was actually talking to. Uh, Big over game. I like the over on this. I game. like the over as well. Um, I was actually talking to an Oklahoma State fan in the crowd. He was talking to me about how we beat UCF last week. We got to talking about how Gus Malzone always signs an extension and then just crumbles. <laughs> and uh, it was nice to see some solidarity on that front. Go. <laughs> good, good Big Twelve fandom. I love to see it. Big Twelve unity. But you on you on the Sooners here? I am on the Sooners. I'm on the Sooners as well. I can see this being like a. 56-28 kind of style of game. Yeah, 56. I think this is a big win for Oklahoma. Hopefully UCF does not challenge them here so that they're not going into the KU game pissed OU's off. OU is also coming off a bye. Um, if this was immediately after the Texas game, I would have taken the points. But because it's off a bye, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to lay them. I'm going to lay them with OU. It's a big spread. It's whatever. All right. Air Commander's Force. Cup. Commander's Cup action. Commander's Cup. <laughs> the undefeated Falcons take it on the lowly midshipmen. Ten and a half points. I'm so, locking up Air Force. Locking it up. I'm locking up Air Force. Oh, I'm locking up OU as well. I forgot to mention that. Yeah, I thought about locking up OU. I'll let you have these So back-to-back locks here. I'm on Air Force minus ten and a half. This mm-hmm. is pretty easy to me. I, um, yeah, I don't really see particularly why... This is only ten and a half points. Probably because it's going to be, you know, a triple option game. But I mean, Air Force is just so much better than Navy that it doesn't really matter. 
It's a lot of points, especially for two schools that are being stubborn about not throwing the ball. The NCAA just passing bylaws to try to get them to actually throw the ball. We don't want that. Army got the memo. They did not get the memo, so it's a lot of points for that. I do agree, though. I'm riding Air Force. Um, I just – I really think this is going to be a close game where it's going to be bat- – like, you know what I mean, a low-scoring, probably like a 17-10 game the whole way. And then Air Force will just bust out a couple long runs and get the cover. So I'm on Air Force as well. I think they handle business against Navy. I think they win their third, uh, or I don't even know how many in a row it's been, but like X <laughs> amount of it, many in a row uh, Commander's Trophy. I think they take care of business here. I'm with you. I'm on Air Force. All right. A little Big 12 action. A little Baylor stinky Big 12 action. A little stinky. A little stinker. This is pretty much a pick em. Since he's favored by a point. Yep. And I'm on the Bears, not the Bearcats. The Bears. Oh, you really confused me there. I'm, I'm on the Bearcats Baylor. here, and I'm locking it up. I think the Bearcats. I think the Bearcats, I don't know what the locking hell happened the last week. They shit the bed against Iowa State. I think if they had beaten Iowa State, this would be like a six and a half, seven point spread. I will take Cincy. I'll lock him up. It's a pick him. And since he's at home, Nippert. Never fade Nipper in a big game. This is a big game for the Bearcats. Bear, little, little bear brawl. Bear brawl. Battle of the Bears. Battle of the Bears. I'll lock up Cincy. I will. Of course there's going to be bears. Oh, yeah. It's a bear brawl. Washington State and or- heads into Oregon. Cougs. Kind of an interesting game here. This is a lot of points, and I think that might be a reflection of what happened to Washington State last yep. week. And? Because... I don't know. What are you going to tell us? I don't know. I just kind of blanked on it. My bad. Anyway, I'm on Wazoo. It's a lot of points. I'm on Washington State as well. I think let down for Oregon. I mean, motions were riding high and the the clash in the Cascades or whatever you want to call it. <laughs> the Cascade kind of, cl- Cascadian Clash? Cascadian Clash. That's what it is. And I thought about locking it. I'm not locking up Washington I'm State. I'm not going to lock it up. But we then travel to what was that the third saturday in october something like that i think that's what this rival is yeah, called i don't know the cigar rival we'll call it that tennessee travels to alabama tennessee got alabama last year alabama's offense is kind of stuttering right now i like tennessee here and i'm locking oh up. yeah oh, nine yeah. and a half i think they lose by seven i am on the vols i am on rocky top are you money lying no Ooh. well not really on the vols. no I, I can't. I can't make myself do that. I like Tennessee in this spot. I think their offense is going to be able to move the ball. Um, Alabama's offense, I just – I can see Tennessee getting up 14-0 to in Alabama early on. And, you know what I mean, just like regretting not betting this game. Yeah. And so I'm on Tennessee here. I really think um, Milrow, maybe he's turned the corner. I, knew, I do know Tennessee looked like absolute dog shit last week. But I think it was a look-ahead spot. I'm on Tennessee. Well, Alabama here. looked like dog shit last week. Well, they went up what twenty four zero, and then they gave up twenty one straight points to Arkansas. Yeah. So, and Arkansas had a chance to win that game late down the stretch, but yeah, I, I don't disagree. I, I'm we're on the same side of this. Yeah. I like Josh Heupel against uh, Alabama here. A lot of the same picks. Good old Rocky Top. Rocky Top, Tennessee. We then moved to another offensive shootout, uh, Minnesota <laughs> and Iowa. So this over under right got to be at twenty five. It's thirty two and a half. Thirty two and a half. I'd right now, I just checked FanDuel. Iowa moved down to three and a half. Do you want to pick it at three and a half or five and a half? Three and a half. I got to rebet. Okay. This. Either way, I'm locking this up. 
whether we bet it at three and a half or five and a half. Yeah, we'll call it three and a half. Yeah. Iowa locking up the Hawkeyes this week. I'm with you. Iowa lock. I uh, I think I locked them last week. I did. Yeah, you did. I did lock them last week. So Iowa, you're getting two locks in a row here. Yep. If it ain't broke, don't fix it. Oh yeah. Hawkeyes. This is. I mean, Minnesota just sucks, man. PJ Fleck has <laughs> never beaten um, Iowa. Who was betting Minnesota in this game? <laughs> people who think I was people who free watch money week to week. People who only watch Iowa's offensive numbers and don't realize that their defense is generational. Like I said earlier, your offense has to be just probably like top fifteen in the nation to hang more than seventeen on Iowa and get in that potential seven to ten point win range. This is like, I honestly don't think we'll ever see this again. In an era of like the air raid and everything. Oh, yeah. Because you know what's going to happen at the end. <laughs> I was going to end up going like 10-2 and two or 9-3 and three or something, and they're going to fire their offensive coordinator, who's the coach's son. They're going to bring in some air raid guru, and their defense is going to immediately fall off a cliff. Yeah. Because that's just what happens. And I just I think that the days of this defensive performance are numbered because you know as soon as they fire him, uh, Ference is going to kind of start playing like, oh, I'm going to retire soon because, like, you know, they're going to fire my son. They're going to fire my boy. Maybe your son Get should be here. better at calling plays. I don't disagree, but I think because of how good this defense is, this like, just imagine the practice, okay? First team offense and first team defense. Dude, I, I bet the first I would team lay, offense doesn't score a point. I would lay 17 points with the first team defense. <laughs> <laughs> In a scrimmage between these two. But, yeah, I'm also in Iowa. This is a lock. I have no idea why this is so low. I think I'm going to double up. I think I'm going to double up. I think I'm going to... A little double dip action? I am going to double dip action. I'm going to take an alternate spread of, like, minus two and a half, and I'm also going to lock up the under. All right. Minnesota's not scoring more than 10 points in this game. No, not a chance. The question is, can Iowa score 14? Listen, Minnesota... We watched Minnesota, Minnesota put up 13 points against Nebraska. Yeah. Minnesota is... Bad. So, Bad. Um, moving on, more Big 12 action. The hot, hot cowpokes. Was it, real quick though, was it Minnesota that lost to Northwestern? Who yes. lost? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. This is a lock. Yeah. How the hell is this three, three and, and a half? half? No. And I was at home. Yeah. This is like this is terrible. Something. I almost want to say something stinks about this, but this I'm just gonna trust. I'm just gonna trust this. Because there's I'm doubling po- this up. There's no possible way Iowa's not winning this game by by less than three. There's no way they lose the game at Final this score point. prediction. What's your final score prediction? I think Iowa wins <laughs> sixteen to six. <laughs> Hell of a prediction. I think um, they get three field goals and a defensive touchdown. I'll say thirteen to six. Okay. <laughs> uh I want to go seventeen. I'll go 17-7 or 17-10. Ah, one of those three scores is hitting. My final prediction will be 17-10. Minnesota gets should we, lucky. Should we throw down a dollar on score predictions? Final score prediction for this? That's how confident we are, folks. Ference does need to pick it up. I'm going to do it. I'm going to put something down on 16-6. Ference does put a need to down. pick up his offense. What about the odds are on 16-6? Probably like... Oh, no. They're all like plus like 100,000. Yeah. Yeah, like especially a weird scoregami like that. I don't even know if it's available. <laughs> what if like what if they, this game ends three to zero? 
That would be so funny, honestly. <laughs> I'd laugh so hard. I even care I'd be mad that we lost this, but I would laugh so hard. That would be the funniest thing ever. <laughs> That's the only way this doesn't happen. Because you know Iowa's defense is getting a touchdown here. Yeah. I'm putting some money on Iowa. DeGene will get a pick six or they will strip sack for a fumble six. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Gotta love it. Gotta love Iowa. They're must-watch TV. Like, I'm sorry. It's like, so funny watching them play football. I know whenever we watch it together, you always call it terrorist ball. It is terrorist like, ball. <laughs> but, like, it is honestly way more entertaining than, like, a... I don't even know what, like... It's way less stressful to watch to me. Because yeah. if I... Like, for example, if I'm watching KU in a shootout, I'm stressed the whole time. I know the defense isn't going to get a stop. <laughs> but I... And if we keep scoring, we'll be okay. But if we miss the opportunity to yeah. score, we're screwed. Whereas if you watch an Iowa game, as an Iowa fan, I'd be like, I don't even care if we score, man. I know the defense is good for a touchdown. <laughs> and I know we're going to get a couple field goals. And as long as we hold our opponent to 10 points, we're going to win. <laughs> remember that Michigan State game? And the whole game, I was not the, covered. The, the punt return touchdown <laughs> to that saved the, the, the to win the game and save the cover. And then the field and then the, the what was it? A fumble or an interception <laughs> to get the field, field goal. goal. <laughs> yeah, the a, cover. A, a, like a turnover. Insane. They got a turnover insane. Inside their Inside Michigan State's like twenty yard line, and they got a field goal out of it to cover. <laughs> it's, it's, it's honestly wild. Uh, we'll travel to Morgantown after that good Iowa talk. Oklahoma State traveling all the way out there to take on the Mountaineers. Three and a half West points. Virginia. Mountaineers West are favorites. Is favored, which I thought. I mean, West Virginia's look good. Don't worry. I'm not trying to take anything away from them. And I cannot wait for this all to come tumbling down when I lock up the pokes. I'm locking them up. And they're my money line play this week. I think I'm with you here. Um, I'm a little hesitant to bet it solely because um, I got that big future. You know what I'm talking about. Mm -hmm. So I need this one. This is a big one. I really thought Oklahoma State was going to be favored this game. Let me bring you to the series history. Since 2015, all right? Since 2015, Oklahoma State has not lost a single game in Morgantown. Let's go, Pope. They lost last year to West Virginia, but it was in Stillwater. So, I like, State. I, I like the pokes here. West Virginia's coming off an emotional loss. Mm -hmm. Oklahoma State's picking it up. Mm -hmm. I mean, Alan Bowman's not very good, but Ollie Gordon is. So <laughs> I think Bowman's getting more in rhythm with the offense. Bowman has looked time. better. He they, they, they get him hitting those little short yeah. throws. Uh, that's what they really picked Kansas apart with. Yep. Those little out routes, just little hitch routes, and then of course Ollie Gordon getting in the mix there. So uh, I like the Pokes here to cover this and to win the game. They are my money line play of the week, and I am locking them up. Awesome on the spread. Awesome. Moving on, Texas traveling to Houston. Now this is revenge fought for Houston folks. Okay, when the Big Twelve was formed, the Big Twelve wanted to merge entirely with the Southwest Conference, and Houston was one of them. Um, Texas said, no, 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 no. Let's take Texas Tech, Texas A&M. Us, of course, because, you know, we're Texas. <laughs> we're Texas. We're Texas. Why would you know take mean? us? Texas. And Baylor. You know I mean? Yeah. yeah. We'll, we'll spread out. Waco. We'll spread the crazies. Out, we'll spread out the, like, recruiting grounds of Texas and divide it up. You know what I mean? Oh, Houston? No, no. We don't need that recruiting capital of the world. That's where we recruit from. <laughs> <laughs> and so, Texas got Houston kicked out of the Big 12. And now Houston's back in the Big 12. 
or I guess not kicked out of the Big 12, but they got him uninvited from the Big 12. And now Houston's in. Houston's at the dinner table. They're foaming at the mouth, all right? Steve Sarkeesian's reeling from a loss. Has he lost the locker room? Probably not. But I'm taking the 22.5 points in Houston. Houston's going to be in this game. I'm going to go Texas. That's fine. Uh, I, I really think this is going to be... And I can't wait to be wrong about Houston again, so... This is going to be one where I really think this, this play's going to look super stupid when Texas hangs 70 on <laughs> Houston. But I am riding with the revenge angle here. I really like it. I like this play. I don't love it enough to lock it, though. Maybe I can be convinced by the end. Let's see if I can get to another. I got to get to three more locks, I believe. So we'll see. All right. Uh, moving to some action. This is a great game. Toledo, I, the Rockets. This is a great action game. If you find yourself very bored at 3 p.m., watch this game. Watch this game, yeah. Miami of Ohio. Toledo is just pick them. They're favored by a point. Uh, and I am on Miami of Ohio. I just, I just, it's a home game. It's a pick them. Why yeah. not? <laughs> I know? think I was looking at Toledo's schedule because I'm a sicko um, before <laughs> the season, and I had this game circled as one of their losses. Um, and I'll stick with it. I'll go Miami of Ohio here as well with you. This this spread should be three and a half in favor of Toledo. I'm very surprised it's not. It's one point for Miami of Ohio. I think this is one. I'm not locking it because I think this is one where Toledo's just going to burst out of the gates and like take care of business. However, I am betting the under in this game. I really like the under. Um, both these defenses are phenomenal. Two of the best defenses in the MAC. Moving on. All right, the Beat Bowl, uh, this, BYU and Texas Tech. This is the Mike Leach Bowl. This is the Mike Leach Bowl. That's true. Mike Leach went to um, school at BYU, and is one of his first major head coaching gigs was at Texas Tech. So we got Texas Tech four and a half point favorite. Um, this is kind of tough. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna lean Red Raiders. I'm locking up BYU. I think okay. this is revenge angle. I think. Uh, I don't know what happened with BYU last week. I think BYU is a good team. They're better than that TCU game. I agree. Um, I'm gonna go BYU here. I just I'm, I'm locking up. I think BYU is a good team in the Big Twelve. I don't know what happened with this TCU game. I think it's just a game that just got away from them, and so that's what I'm going with. All right. I think BYU's receiver is also out the last game, and now he's back. Oh, yeah, that quirked-up white boy with a little bit of swagger, James sure. Roberts. Yes. Yeah, he's good. Right. Um, TCU at K-State, a little purple bowl, a little revenge spot, kind of, for both teams. Uh, <laughs> More TCU, for TCU, I guess. <laughs> TCU beat K-State in the regular season, and K-State beat TCU in the Big 12 championship. This is in Manhattan. K-State's favored by 7.5. The hook's really almost throwing me off here, but I am going to go with the Cats. I'm going to go TCU here. Um, I think this is going to be a one-possession game. TCU looked really good last week. K-State's still having quarterback issues. So, who knows if that locker room's divided at this point. You know what I, I mean? I think I like K-State by 10. I'm just saying. I yeah. Just, I worry because K-State doesn't have a, like a for-sure starting quarterback right now. And that worries me. So... <laughs> I'd love to see K-State win this game, but I just think it's going to be a one-possession game. It's going to come down to something. So, hopefully... Take pulled out. I will ride TCU though. All right. Well, oh, he has trouble with the snap. <laughs> Michigan State's gonna win the football game. Yeah. Michigan State's gonna win the football game. <laughs> yep. We got. What is it? Is this the Paul Bunyan's axe? No, that's uh, something Minnesota's in. Minnesota, Michigan State, probably. Probably. I don't know. I have no idea. Uh, either way, this is a rivalry game. Michigan State, Battle of Michigan. Michigan. They're going to East Lansing this time. It's on Sparty's home turf. Michigan is a twenty-four and a half point favorite. 
And uh, I know it's an away rivalry game for the Wolverines. I'm laying the points. They are simply too good. <laughs> I'm laying the points. I want to lock it up. I almost locked it up, but I didn't because I found something I liked better. That's but, yeah, I'm all over the Wolverines here. They've just been absolutely thrashing teams. Yeah. Uh, that <laughs> Michigan State just does not have it. So I'll lock it up. I- I'm confident enough. I do like that Oklahoma State pick that you made. I will bet that, um, but I'm going to let you have that just so our graphic looks a little bit more diverse. All right. Respect. Uh, all right. Duke at the Knolls, Florida State. Going down to Tallahassee here. And the Seminoles favored by 14.5 points over the pesky Duke Blue Devils. And i tell you what, Winkler. You know what I'm going to do with those pesky Duke Blue Devils? You're going to lay them. I'm going to lock them up. Oh, you're taking the points? Yeah. I do agree. I think this is going to be a game. I don't love it enough to lock it. Riley Leonard's still coming off an injury. He might still be banged up. I don't know. I just think Duke plays a certain brand of of terrorist balls. Tough, tough, tough. Terrorist ball. Mike Elko is a good coach. I hope he stays a Duke. Um, Mike Norvell is. Oh, you said uh, Mike Elko. Okay. Yeah. Sorry, Duke I thought coach. you said Norvell. No, fuck Norvell. I don't, yeah, I know. I don't have any Norvell. We don't like the Norvells. Yeah. I don't have anything against them. I, just, <laughs> <laughs> I don't either. I just. <laughs> <laughs> I just. I just like Mike Elko just because he turned around the the private school pussies. Um. <laughs> anyways, uh, I'm also on Duke here. I like taking the points. I don't love it. This could be one where Duke's in the entire game, and then there's like a pick six, and then they're down ten, and then Florida State gets the ball back and just like hits them with the dagger, and that's the game. You know what I mean? I just feel like that's how the game's going to go. I'm still taking Duke in the points. I think this is going to be a competitive game, but I'm worried. I'm just worried about it getting away from Duke. So That's fair for sure. All right. Moving to sunny Southern California. The Ford and USC side is back for another go-around. The Utes, they're coming in hot. They are a five-and-a-half-point dog in this game. And I'm going with the Utes. I think they cover. I'm on USC. I think they get right. Um, getting back home. Getting back on. What, what time is this game? 7 p.m.? It's nighttime. You know what I mean? Kyle Whittingham loves fucking over a, a high-tier Pac-12 Is team. Cam Rising playing? That's my big thing. Cam Rising, I, I do not. I believe he is. What if he is? I think he is. There's been a lot of dispute on whether they're going to sit him for the year and redshirt him because I think they can win the big, like go undefeated next year in the Big 12. <laughs> I'm just I'm just saying. I'm I ju- know. I'm, I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Um, <laughs> Good luck with that, buddy. <laughs> I'm, I'm just, I think that's the discussion that's being had. There's also talk. That is so elitist of Utah. <laughs> well, yeah, they're, they're like, the they think they're hot shit just because they're, you know, I mean, west of the Mississippi River, I guess. But, um, BYU's going to be in there. That's not the point. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I just think this is a get right spot for USC. Um, I could be completely wrong. I have no idea. I just think USC was able to move the ball on uh, Utah last year. You know what I mean? And then Caleb, that was a high scoring game. Of course, Caleb Williams got hurt in the Pac-12 championship game. I'm, Cam I'm rising going, and Dalton Kincaid. I know, I know. Dalton Kincaid's not there anymore. Cam Rising might not be playing. So that's two offensive figures that's going to be out. I'm taking USC here. I'm laying the points. I think they get right. They win by at least a touchdown. All right. Fair enough. 28, um, 21 final score. Okay. 31. Uh, like when you 
Eat some chocolate 21. cake. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right, going down south, Georgia State at the University of Louisiana. The uh, the Rage and Cajuns getting two and a half points here as favorites. I like the Panthers. This is my money line play. I'm on the Panthers. Um, bounce. Uh, they bounced back last week. This is my money line play. I want to lock them up. I already got six locks, so I'll stick off of it. But money all line right. play. Not much else to say. Go Panthers. And the final game of the slate. <laughs> Arizona State is traveling to Husky Stadium for a night game to tangle with the Huskies. Mm-hmm. UW is getting 28.5 points here. Now, I've been a big proponent of big UW spreads this year. I am not this week. Yeah, <laughs> The Sun is... Devils have just been getting up for these big games yeah. time and time again. I'm looking right around 21-24 point Washington win. Probably less than that, honestly, but Huskies are still good. I think they still win by a, a decent, healthy margin. But, yeah, I, I think Arizona State hangs around in this one for at least three quarters. I, I agree. I'm on Arizona State here. There's no reason why Arizona State should hang around, but screw, screw it. I, I just think Washington's coming off that emotional win. Um, we see this time and time again with college football, and so I'm kind of playing w- a little bit too much into this, but I just think anytime a team comes off a big win, they normally just don't look as good the next week. Yeah. Um, they'll pl- Washington will still probably win by 21 or 17, something like that, and they'll still control the majority of the game. I just think Arizona State hangs in there. Um, you know what I mean? Who knows whether they make it close or not? I have no idea, but I'm just saying that I, I'll take the 28 and a half. I don't know if I'll bet it. If I'm having a good week, I might. If I'm having a bad week, I might. Who knows? So. All right. So for those of you keeping track at home, I've only got five locks here on this Ooh. slate. What do you all see locking up there, Chad? My final lock is Big Bird. Coastal Carolina. Oh, God. Minus ten and a half at Arkansas State with Butch Jones as Arkansas State's head coach. Yeah, Arkansas State's weird, though. They always get up for, like, one or two games a month. Like, you know what I mean? And they lose close. But <laughs> I'm Big not saying Bird. they're going to lose. Big I'm... Bird's going to die on the field. <laughs> the Chanticleers. I don't hate that pick. I just... I just... No, that's fine. It's your luck. I, I'm not picking it. So. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I'd still lay it with Coastal if I had to pick it. I just don't think I'd lock it up. But, hey, that's good for you. All right. Well... Now it's time for everyone's second favorite segment. The Dollar and a Dream Parlay with the NFL, week seven. This this slate is um got some stinkers on it. <laughs> the NFL slate? <laughs> Pretty bad. <laughs> Alright, Thursday night. Just to whet your appetite here. A little Jags at Saints. I don't think I'm gonna watch that game. I'm not I'm gonna, gonna watch I think that I'm game. watching. I'm watching JMU. What am I talking about? I'm gonna go with the Jags to win Thursday night. Saints look awful recently, so I think the Jags squeaked that one out. They're at plus one thirty right now. Next, we got the Browns at the Colts. Minshew Mania might be taking over for the Colts for the rest of the season. Anthony Richardson. He's out the rest of the year. They just announced, they, they announced that. I saw it earlier where they might be in a hold them out the rest of the year. That's it was unfortunate. One of those like random reporters, but still. yeah. Go ahead. Um, Sorry. Yeah, unfortunately, Anthony Richardson looked a lot better than I thought he would. So that's kind of that kind of sucks, man. Um, Browns just beat the Niners. Colts have Minshew mania. 
I think the Browns' defense is too good here, regardless of how bad their offense is. I don't see the Colts scoring too many points. So Who played quarterback for the Browns last week? P.J. Walker. XFL legend. Good for P.J. Walker. God, yeah. P.J. Well, I said this last week uh, with, with the Manifest boys. P.J. Walker is good for one to two wins a season. This is number two. He's, if he plays, they're going to win. I guess Deshaun might win. He doesn't really deserve to. Browns are still going to win anyway. Next up, <laughs> we've got the Commanders traveling to play the Giants. I was going to say. <laughs> I don't even want to pick this game. <laughs> I'd pick Commanders. This Giants game smells. Giants did look good against the, ball, the Bills, though. Yeah, but this week was kind of weird. Yeah. Um, a lot of shitty teams played a lot better than they should have. I'm going to go... I know I'm going to regret this. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go Commanders. It's going to end right there. Um, <laughs> Falcons at Bucks. Just a lot of great division rivalry games I'll here. Go Bucks. I think I will also go Bucks. They looked pretty decent against the Cards. Falcons have been so-so. They finally got Pitts and London involved last week, but Desmond Ritter is still their quarterback. He gave the ball or gave the game away with a couple of late turnovers. So I like Baker to wake up feeling dangerous and get this one done. Buffs at Pats. Or sorry, Bills at Pats. Bills. <laughs> Raiders at Bears. This week sucks. It's terrible. <laughs> it's honestly okay. These there are, are people that will tell. They will. Pe- there are people out there that will sit down and watch this entire slate front to back and not watch a second of college football on Saturday, and say that this is better. <laughs> this is. Um, I, I, I was going to say this at the end, but like honestly, the shitty slates is where I do better gambling, just because <laughs> like the Vegas is like, what the fuck is this? Minus yeah. two and a half. <laughs> you know <what> yeah. <laughs> Go ahead, though. Raiders and Bears. <laughs> I go. I go Bears. I got a question for you, though. Okay. Would you, the rumors are that the Raiders are shopping Max Crosby? Would you like to see one of the Chiefs? Of course. I'd of course, I would like to see Max I'd, Crosby. Like, on the him Chiefs. and Mahomes are pretty cool with each other. I'd love to see Crosby is boys with most of the team. I know. So that would be fun to see. I just have no idea what we would give up for Max Crosby. Crosby so. <laughs> um. Ravens playing host to the Lions. We got the brand new Lions. They're underdogs in this game. Plus three. Against the Ravens? Interesting. The Ravens have a pretty bad... The Ravens are good. Okay, they're a decent team this year. I think they're going to win the North. I have a bet on that. I'm going up against Ben. Ben thinks the Bengals are going to come back and win the division. I'm sticking with the Ravens. Um, But I think the Lions... The Lions are so gritty. So... I'm buying in on Dan Campbell. I've faded him the past two weeks. I'm buying in. I, I'm I'm in. I'm in on the Lions. Yeah. Um, and excuse me, the Bucks played the Lions last week, not the Cardinals. That was foolish of me to say. Uh, Pittsburgh at the Rams. It's Rams. Rams. Just ram it. <laughs> Steelers are the eye with the NFL, though. <laughs> they are. I know. Mike Tomlin's going to go 9-8 and eight again. <laughs> this is a playoff spike game. Yeah. Uh, Cardinals at Seahawks. Cardinals have looked a lot better than I thought they would. 
but they just don't have that edge to them. So I'm going to go Seahawks. Chargers at Chiefs. Chiefs are bigger favorites in this game than I thought they would be. Chargers are six-point dogs, but Chiefs will win this game in Arrowhead. Packers at Broncos. <sighs> God. Jordan Love started hot. He's looked pretty stinky the last couple of games. So is Russ. I'll go Packers. Dolphins at Eagles. This is actually going to be this is a good game. This almost makes up for the rest of the slate. And this is in Philly. Hmm. I don't know, Wickler. What do you think? Dolphins at Eagles. Ooh, this is an interesting game. Um, I lean Philly just because Philly is just like such a workhorse. Like, I mean, I told you this whenever we were previewing the Super Bowl was that I I thought Philly was just like dominant. Um, I'm gonna stay with it. I think uh, is it in Philly? It is. Oh yeah, I'll take Philly. I'm gonna go Philly as well. We kind of saw what happened to the Dolphins when they traveled to face another legit team. Yeah. With Buffalo, you got to bet Philly at this spot. So yeah, I'm gonna go Philly here. And on Monday Night Football, the Niners at the Vikings. Let's go Niners. That's pretty easy. All right. This is a 13-leg parlay. I feel, for the, the I feel bad for the Vikings as well. Um, 104,334 odds plus on the plus side. So we put $1 on that to win $1,043.35. That's a nice lunch. <laughs> that's a nice lunch. So uh, that's the dollar in a dream. And I suppose that that might be the week. Put two dollars in my account here. Oh, I got to do at least five. All right, we'll put five in. How are you out of money? <laughs> Don't ask. <laughs> uh, I'm doing good. I still haven't deposited any more money. My account just keeps dwindling from zero to like fifty dollars every week. <laughs> Here's an interesting uh, FanDuel special. Um. Tyreek and A.J. Brown, 250 combined yards. Sure. Why not? It's plus 600. Oh, They're both on a tear. Tyreek, Tyreek is 186 yards away from, uh, from 1,000 yards for the season. Jesus. He yeah, he's been, he's, he's been a free win in our fantasy league for like four weeks. <laughs> Eric felt the wrath this week. <laughs> Um, and then AJ Brown, yeah, they've been they've been going to him a lot, so I might dabble with that. Might, might throw a couple on that. There you go. Come back to it. But yeah, another episode of the pod. Thanks for listening. We appreciate all you sunflower spreaders. I'm just counting down the days to bowl season, man. I was thinking bowl season, rivalry. Those are the best pods. Those are the two best pods. I just I sit we, here. We got a couple adult sodas going. <laughs> I, I those are like two hour episodes, and they're honestly the best. Um, we're sitting here picking Baylor Cincinnati, and it's just like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> we have to do it. It's our duty. I know, but it's just like it. It, it gets depressing to a certain point. Um, I have to spice it up every once in a while to Georgia State, Louisiana. Yeah, just yeah. throw those in there for fun. <laughs> I'm like, oh, I'm gonna lock up Georgia State. I'll throw you know, what I want to do on my Saturday night? Watch Georgia State and Louisiana. Yeah. I'm gonna go through my locks real quick just so you can write them down. Are you ready? Let me get my notes app. Nope, you're good. Yep. 
Wrong app. Let me know when you're ready. All right. I am locking up JMU minus four at Marshall. I am locking up Cincy minus one at home. That's a disgusting play. Don't touch that. Um, I am locking up Tennessee plus nine and a half. I am double locking up Iowa minus three and a half. I am locking up BYU plus four and a half to Texas Tech. Texas Tech might be spiraling and their quarterback might be injured. Who knows? I'm locking up Michigan, uh, laying a bunch of points on... Uh, minus 24 and a half. Yeah, minus 24 and a half. And then my money line play of the week, I don't know if you want to write this down or not, sure. is Georgia State. All right. Beautiful. All right. Beautiful. And I'll just go through my locks again for those of you at home here. Got OU minus 19 and a half at home against UCF. Air Force minus 10 and a half at Navy. Iowa minus three and a half at home against Minnesota. Oklahoma State plus three and a half on the road at West Virginia. Love that play. Duke plus 14 and a half at the Knowles. And of course, Big Bird minus 10 and a half at Arkansas State. Oh, yeah. So there we go. Another, that's week eight for you. Hoping it's a good one. Hope you guys enjoy your football watching for the weekend and just a lovely NFL slate on Sunday. So <laughs> we all look forward to it. Anyway, thanks for riding with us and thanks for listening. So uh, I guess we'll see you when we see you.